We're looking at easily the most overrated player in this draft. It's so easy. <laughs> That's unreal. I would never draft him. That's the bottom line. I mean... That's a hard no for me. This is an autopilot first round pick. He is definitely on my do not draft list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Let's I mean... move on. Let's move on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Hockey Talkie. I'm Travis. I'm here with Jesse as always. How's it going, Jesse? Pretty good. Can't complain. But I just found out we lost an hour or so. Yeah, the time I feel, change. I feel ripped off. Like, I was literally just telling you this now. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't feel that, like, it's this late. And you're like, oh, the hour. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, real quality banter to start off the show. But So uh, for anyone else that doesn't know what yeah. time change is, daylight savings time. So when it's spring, we jump forward one hour. And when it's fall, we go back one hour. We should just always go back hours forever. <laughs> just get more sleep, just get sleep every year. Every year. An extra hour. That'd be awesome. There's a lot. Not a lot of places do like the time change. So I think we should just get rid of it. To yeah. Be honest. I, th- I think they've been talking about trying to get rid of daylight saving time since, you know, it was only for farmers and. For the war. It was actually for the war, like right? No farms anymore and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's talk about some hockey. All right. That's what we do on uh, Hockey Talkie hockey. here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where to hit us up at Fantasy NHL Talk, Facebook and Twitter. Tons of questions coming in. Everyone's playoffs are starting right now, and there's a lot of leagues that run till the end of the season. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the news and notes like we normally do, and then we're going to give you five players that are going to win you your league. So there's 12 games left. You're going to pick these players up, and they are going to give you the kick in the butt. The boost you need, yeah. Just the boost, yeah, <laughs> to get up to first place and win your championship. Easy. It's that easy. That easy. Just pick these players up and you win. Simple. We should be charging for this. Plug them in. (laughs) Before we start that, though, let's... Quick question of the day. Who was the best drafted player this year? So this is in general speaking for the whole fantasy realm. So the player that was drafted at the best value, the most return, the sneakiest pick, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. I mean, obviously, Morgan Riley's got to be up there. Um, he was probably definitely drafted in, like, eight-plus rounds, and he's been an absolute beast all year. Yep. Uh, I think Sebastian Ajo has been really, really value player. I think a lot of people got him late, and he's been an absolute stud. Um, who else has been really good? If you took Monaghan late-ish or not... He's been absolutely fantastic. Sabinajad has been an absolute beast if you got him late. Yeah, that's um, an interesting one because he probably went very, very late, 15 rounds. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, beyond that... I got one for you. Can't really think of any goalie value that happened this year. Uh, I would say Carey Price. Yeah, Price is probably value. A lot of people were down on Price this year. Yeah. Here's, here's my the one that I picked for you. Okay, From me to you, Mark Giordano. <laughs> Yeah, Geo for sure. Everyone was so down on Geo last year because he had a really poor year. It was 40 points even. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about him winning the Norris. How can you get much better than that? Where was he drafted in our league? Like 14th round. 14th round for a Norris Trophy defenseman. Yeah. That and Morgan Riley, I think, were both insane values where they were. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, our league was weird because only drafted three defensemen this year. So um, right. I wouldn't read too, too much into that. So 
Uh, defensive would have been worth a little bit more, but not so much in our league. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, Giordano was an absolute steal. So uh, can't argue with that. I think I think in general, like he was round ten maybe in most leagues or eight nine something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't really think of too many other ones. I mean, if you got Ranton in mid late, you're probably laughing. Uh, Drysaddle was super value in our league. Yeah, someone didn't we didn't lose. Yeah, Drysaddle wasn't picked till like the seventh round for some reason. That's um, crazy. So obviously he has like forty four goals or something or forty goals or something. So that's super value. Uh Cat has been an amazing pick. He was the last pick in our league and he has thirty seven goals. So definitely lots of guys that got value this year. So I mean the scoring is up, so any one of those late players is gonna be an absolute beast, basically. Yeah, and I've kind of asked a question like this before, just to get people talking and seeing what their best drafts are. But I want to hear it from uh, Twitter. I want to hear all your best drafted players, where you drafted them, what round, who it was. I don't want any of this Corey Perry stuff coming back on Twitter again, saying I got Corey Perry in the 100th round. There you go. That's your value for Corey Perry. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's, let's move into the news. The injury bug has hit a lot of people this week, over the past two weeks, because we weren't here last week. Um... Langdis Cog, four to six weeks. Oh, so he's just done? Okay. He's done. Everyone on Twitter is freaking out. Who can we get for Langdis Cog? Langdis Cog was a left wing, which was a very hard position to fill. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions? Suggestions? Oh, man. Can't say that word. Um. Well, let, let's leave the suggestions until yeah. we go saying, yeah. for the rest of our stuff. I was just thinking if I did, I did I write down a left wing? I'd have to look. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. On the same team, I can't even think of anyone worth picking up. Like, I don't know. Like, what is who, who's Colorado putting there? Soderberg. Soderberg. Right. Well, I mean, it's not awful. He's been okay. Yeah, he's been okay. Okay, let's go through these injuries then, quick. Uh, Rust. Um, the good thing about Rust is he's not winning in your league. Yeah, let's say who cares. So you can plug in pretty much any of these guys that we're gonna yeah suggest to you. Uh, Eric Carlson. Bad, bad news. Doesn't look like he's going to play this the regular season. The news today was he wants to be healthy for the playoffs. Oh, that's fair. I mean, That's all he said. That's what the coach said. Yeah. I'm thinking he's not going to play this year, regular season. Yeah, he might get in for like the last game probably or something, last two games. Um, yeah, I mean, the Sharks are going to make the playoffs. They're fine. It's not like they're going to get like first or anything like that, so there's no point in bringing them back. Uh, they got this guy for the purpose of the playoffs. So, I mean, the whole point is to get him there. He sneakily had a good season after being kind of slow. He still yep. had like 45 points in 55 games or something. So, um, I expect him to get back to like 80 points next year. So, it'll be pretty cool for him. But for the rest of the year, yeah, I mean, sorry. He's, he's <laughs> out of there. Yeah, he's done. And there's no one I would switch. Like, I don't think Vlasic or these guys are going to be taking the points it's just going to be the same forwards and everything so i don't think there's anything on the same team you should be looking at this guy for is this raised like injury concerns for carlson um in your mind i I don't know what the injury is if it was like his same achilles or something then i'd be like okay that sucks but i don't know what physically he has i'm kind of a bad fantasy owner if he's not on my team i'm not like 100 percent interested to be honest (laughs) and especially just like the last 15 games like i haven't been really checking um yeah, I, I, I mean, it it brings a flag. It's for to sure, my it's mind. a flag. Yeah, um, but 
I mean, you still draft the guy in the first two rounds. It's fine. I mean, yeah. I think I'm leaving him to the back of the second now. Like, I'm not reaching for him right away. Mm-hmm. Just a personal preference. Yeah, no. Um, Pasternak, that finger thing, he is doing drills this week. Not skating with the team, but they're thinking he'll get some practices in during the week. Maybe back for next weekend. That's just like three more games that he's not going to get to play. But you're still playing him because he's a stud on that top line of Boston. Yeah, so basically just demote DeBrusque. He hasn't played the last two games, DeBrusque, which really trips me out. So I don't know if he's injured. Again, I'm not really huge on the thing because he was the guy who was getting all of the rewards of that. Obviously, pass next back. You play him, of course. Bergeron and Marchand are still getting three, four points a game. So uh, definitely can't argue with that. Yeah, keep an eye on Krejci. Because he's kind of bouncing around there and having some really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's funny because Krejci might be coming off of the injury flag for me. Because he's Mr. Glass every other year. Like, he doesn't play very many games. This year, he's having a good season. That is true. Has he played every game, basically? I think so. I'll have to check that out. Because, yeah, usually you get 60 games out of him. And he gets like, like a Malkin. Yeah, and he gets 50 points or something. You're like, yeah, that's pretty good. No, he's playing the full season. He's playing good. He's someone I wanted to bring up. Um, Taylor Hall out the rest of the season probably there's no reason they're not making the playoffs so there's no reason to bring him back to play a couple meaningless games at the end I think he's just going to sit out the whole year no I mean yeah there's no point just shut him down give him a huge rest start next year hopefully he doesn't you know get injured again Um, yeah this is a guy I think is going to have one of the bigger falls on draft boards next year so I am curious to see where Ooh, I'm going to seize that Hall's, value all over the place. Yeah, I want to see what Hall's ADP is next year, just based on him not playing that great when he was there and just being dead the whole season. So um, it's going to be very interesting because he went uh, yeah. 10th pick overall in our league. So um, we'll see how it goes. That he could fall to the 5th or 6th, and someone's going to love that value. Yeah, he could definitely fall. Good Sorry, yawn. Yanni. Yeah, there's just so many people that are scoring right now, so it's just like... Uh, Especially in position leagues, right? Like how yeah, you want. like Hall's a winger, so I get that his value is high. So, but there are yeah, I don't know, there's lots of things you can do. So we'll have to see what he, where he goes. A big buff started skating, or he's starting to skate later on this week. I think they need to get him at least five games in mm-hmm. order to get him ready for the playoffs. Or else he's going to come out so slow. Yeah, he's so fat. And, and we've seen him slow. when he's out of shape and yeah. a little slower. Like, he just he can't takes be, penalties. And yeah, you can't be slow and hooking people constantly in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, hopefully he gets some conditioning in. They really need the guy. Yes, Washington – or sorry, uh, Winnipeg can score eight goals a game, as we've seen. Um, but Buff – They need him on the defense. Buff is a – he's game. a player. He's good. I mean, he puts the fear in people. Because he crushes you, which is great. You need that for the playoffs because yeah. it's not just like easy defense because he will crush you. You know, And he has the time, shot. Yeah. Every time you come into the offensive zone yeah. against Winnipeg, you're getting hit. Yeah, it's not like, oh. Or defense. Yeah, and you put him in the top line. You just start nailing the wingers and nailing the centermen. I mean, it's, it's good. You need to have something like that. You can't just be like, oh, it's free entries all the time. I'm not going to get hit. I'm, I can just go yeah. to the corners. Now you have to be like, okay, well, I got to actually like have my head on a swivel here because like I can't just like do what I want I'm gonna get nailed so yeah yeah, he's a huge morale guy for the team he's been a huge bust this year obviously based on injuries and stuff so it kind of sucks for buff owners but yeah uh, if he's in a week maybe you'll get him for your last week in the playoffs or something like that Um, but as is right now so that's okay for him I guess and if someone has tossed him to the waivers already 
pick him up, put him in an IR spot for a week for a couple games and ride him out. Maybe he'll give you five points in five games or something. Yeah, they could get some soft games at the end of the year. Maybe like, I don't know, your classic trench teams that are in the playoffs. Maybe you get like a easy Sanders game or something and you can just chisel some free points there. It sounds so weird saying like five points in five games. Like there's that little games left in the NHL right now. Mm-hmm. There's not there's nothing left. Like everything's pretty much solidified. Everyone's in their playoffs. They're going for the championship now. Yep. Um, Mike Green, he's out the rest of the season. This is a weird one because it's that um, infection or something. Oh, is this the still a virus thing? Yeah, it's still oh. that virus thing. Okay. So I am. He's probably. He was undraftable before. He had a very good defensive campaign. This year, way too injured. I'm taking him off my draft sheet next year. I've never looked at Mike Green in a long time, so this doesn't change anything for me. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the good news is it's a virus, I guess. It's not a physical body issue. I don't know if he has, like, crazy mono or something, and maybe it just... Does he have, like, polio or something? Yeah, like, it's just lasted (laughs) this long. He's anti-vax. I don't know. Scurvy? Yeah. He's not eating his fruit? (laughs) So, um, we shouldn't joke about someone else's. Misfortune. I apologize. Don't don't flame me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't want mean tweets. Also, uh, Tarasenko was out a couple games, or he was out last game. Day-to-day, nothing to worry about there. He'll be back, which is good news for Tarasenko owners because he's turned his season around. That's great for him. Yeah, another injury is I uh, saw Philip Forsberg's injured. He didn't play my last game. Oh, uh, yeah. No, and then he's injured or something with some upper body injury. I don't know if it's a hand or something. Hopefully not. Um, Forsberg's been having a brutal campaign, so I don't really miss him because I wasn't expecting him to perform anyway. Um, so, but hopefully he's back soon. But uh, in the meantime, is what it is. I don't. So those left wings are taking a beating, eh? Yeah. He practiced this morning after skipping the last two games for maintenance. Um, that's all it says. Will not play based on an upper body injury. So maybe he's back next game. Sounds like it looks like, or looks like that's what it sounds like. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'd notice he's been missing. But like I said, he's been not the greatest. So hopefully you haven't been summoning him into your left wing too many times this year because he's been very brutal. It's uh, it's the same thing as um, we were saying how like goalies might not play till the end of the year. mm -hmm. Like they're going to start giving more maintenance days like this to teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I don't think I don't think Tarasenko's injured. I don't think Forsberg's injured. They're just like we'll give you a couple days of rest, you know, play a couple warm up games before the playoffs. Because how many how, there's they each play tw- twelve more games left. Yeah, I think most teams are at like at sixty eight or seventy games or something. So twelve to fourteen or something. I have to get an official count, but I know it's in that very home stretchy thing. So, I mean, playoffs start in April usually, and we are, I mean, basically a quarter through March or 10 days to 11 days through March. So, yep. uh, yeah, time is taken on that. So, okay. That's all I got for the news. Anyone else that you wanted to add to these injuries? Uh, I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Yeah. Landon Skog is the biggest one. I got a text from the guy who is in second place in my league asking me who should, he should sub in. And I was like, this is kind of a conflict of interest. And he's like, Oh, never mind. Landon Skog's injured for the rest of the year. And he's like, okay. So I was like, well, that's an easy sub for you. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, so he's the biggest name for me. Like I said, I noticed uh, Forsberg was missing, but his performance has not been mind-blowingly good. So it hasn't been a big loss. That's a bold strategy. Asking someone else in your league that 
for fantasy advice <laughs> when you're competing against them, <laughs> like directly competing against them. All right, you you, you do you, man. Yeah, I try to just, you know stay impartial and help, but <laughs> he answered his own question. I was asleep anyway, so it was like when it was like you read text and then all of a sudden you answer your own question in a text, and then it was just like thanks. And I was like, mm, glad oh. to help, glad to help, glad to <laughs> glad I could do that for yeah, you. Glad I could do that. All right, let's let's jump right into the meat of the the podcast here. Players that will win you your championship. So most of these players aren't on teams right now. Like deeper leagues, probably a bunch of them are already picked up because people see the value in them. But most 10-team standard leagues don't have these players picked up. And if you pick them up right now, you will win your league. Easy. That's a guarantee from Hockey Talkie. <laughs> <laughs> this is, there's no doubt in my mind. Unless like your last place and you're picking up one player, that's not going to win your league. If you're in one to three and you need a couple streaming options and a couple players, these guys are the ones you want to pick up. Yeah, I agree. These are people you should be looking at. So, um, I want you to go first because I love your first one. I actually had him written down. Uh, yeah, my first one is Troy Terry. If you don't know who he is, he plays on the Anaheim Ducks. Um, you should have been seeing him on the score sheets because he has seven points in three games. Um, he's obviously a talented forward, and he's getting some decent minutes, some power play time, all that kind of good stuff. Um, top power play. Top power play. He's a winger, so I try to stay with wingers because those are the guys you want to be plugging in the most. There's no shortage of centers for the most part. Um, there's still some gems out there, of course. So, yeah, Terry, um, he's the definition of a playoff streamer guy, I feel. I mean, yep. why not? The guy's got yep. seven and three. So, um Bank on another two, three point night, and all of a sudden you win your week. So um, I like this pick a lot. So, but it's a bold pick. But it's it's one of those ones where like some but, of the studs get rest. Yeah, they let the younger guys play more minutes. They get top unit power play, top line, and all of a sudden he's producing. Go figure. Yeah, I mean the Ducks, they're not good. So I mean like they'll they're giving these guys these minutes. They're giving the Silverbergs, the Henriks, all these guys these kind of minutes. Uh, obviously realizing that Gatslaff isn't the end all anymore. And so they're trying to like find out what they got for a team. And uh, there's a lot of insanely talented NHL players that just don't get the minutes. And all of a sudden you give them and they start scoring like seven points in three games. Uh, so, um, yeah, easy shout out to Troy Terry. Um, he's definitely on waivers, I'm sure. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so pick him up, stash him if you can. And uh, he could be a great, great week play. And maybe you'll get another three-point game out of the guy and you look like a genius so um that is my first pick um for a playoff streamer guy so um yeah hopefully terry comes through for you our rosters are frozen for our pool so i can't do anything so this is just like gifts from me and us to you so uh i'm getting no value out of these but nonetheless he's a guy i have been following since he's been getting points all the time i was like oh troy terry I think he got a couple points last year, I remember. So <laughs> definitely giving the guy like the reins to go. He's getting like 15 minutes a game, so it's not like it's a total fluke. So actually, he's getting minutes. So, um, yeah, he's my definitely my first pick. I love it. I love the pick. Like I said, top power play in Anaheim. I mean, that's not very much, but if they're going to score, it's going to be on the power play, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think someone's got to score for them. Yeah. Right? Like even if the Even if the team is like really, really bad, the power play still has to get some goals. Yeah, bad teams still score. I mean, yeah, yeah they might not, you know, win 10 in a row or whatever, but, I mean, you can still score four goals a game and lose in Anaheim. So, um, yeah, I like it. I also like Terry for dynasty formats where you have some young guys that you can keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. He's a good guy to 
stash for a couple years so that he can get more experience. My first one, I'm going to say a guy that I have mentioned before, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to reiterate it because he's still not picked up. About 14% of Yahoo League's Josh Anderson. Yep. Columbus Blue Jackets. If you're in a, any sort of banger league with hits, block shots, he has uh, something like 139 hits this year already. So that's a nice little floor. He blocks shots. He has like 40 block shots, something like that. Second unit power play. If you're in a banger league, banger league, sorry, <laughs> he has over one point per game, one fantasy point per game. Yeah, he's a fantastic player. He's a great power forward. We've talked about him in, at length before. Yep. Um, definitely a playoff type player because he has he can have massive games. He can get seven hits, a goal, an assist, a block, and all these kind of like super peripheral games and yep. hit all those things for you. So, and Columbus needs to win games. You know that this guy's going to be playing as hard as he can play because basically they're out of a playoff spot. I think as of now, I'd have to check again. I know they won their last game with a shutout, but I think they dropped the first, the last two or three. Yeah. Um, so. These guys are playing hard. Anderson is a guy that plays hard to begin with, so uh, I think Tortorella is going to lean on him to get a lot of things done ah. and set the tone. So uh, I do like him going forward just because I think he's going to get some really good usage because the guy's a giant. And uh, You said the key thing right there. He's a good guy. So Tortorella will lean on him. There you go. Tortorella loves those big forwards that want to play like the Jerome McGinley style. Yeah. Like that's the kind of – he wants hard, fast players. So when the game comes down to the wire – he, he likes to put out Panarin because he's obviously really skilled. Yeah, you can't not put that guy out. But, but beyond he, wants, him. he wants the Josh Andersons out there. He wants the physical guys that are going to stay in there and grind to the last minute. Yeah, these guys are going to like to set the tone for the game and stuff like that. So, I uh, yeah, I think he's going to get a tons of usage. Like, he's an absolute nightmare to play against, I'm sure. So, yeah, um, yeah definitely some guy you can look at. And in bangerlies especially, then you will get the hits, the, the shots, the blah, 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 whatever you need. So, um yeah, he's a fantastic pick. I like him. And with Dezingle and um, Duchesne there now, they're kind of mixing up the lines, giving a little bit more talent to the bottom lines too. So it, they're just running four lines now. Yeah, They're getting ready for the playoffs, which is what you should do, which means Josh Anderson, wherever he's slotted in the lineup doesn't really matter because he's still going to pick up 13 to 16 minutes depending on his yeah. depending on his game. Do you like that? No, I do. I like Josh Anderson. I, I always like him. I want to draft him on my team because I like the way he plays, but it's just some leagues you just can't have him, and it's kind of a bummer. Um, I've had him a few times. I think I had him last year on my team for two weeks or something because he was on, like, fire, and uh, he's great for our league because he hits a lot and stuff like that, and, and we still had Pim last year, so he was good for that too. Yep. Um, yep. But now that Pim has gone, he hasn't been that excited. Not that he was a big Pim guy, but there was always a chance because he would nail someone and then they'd want to fight him or something. So, um, Yeah, no, I think Josh Anderson's a great pick. Like I said, they they got to play the guy. He's definitely a, a, and they're, a heart guy. They're making the push yeah. and, for playoffs. And they're out of the playoffs, so they got to they gotta play everyone. So, and, and everyone has to play as hard as they can. Yeah, and he plays hard already, so like I see him just being like, Tortorello tapping his shoulder all the time, being like, "Hey, get out there, get out there, and just do this, this, yeah. this, marriage, yeah. you get some energy, start the get some energy, exactly, yeah, over and over and over again, and that's all he's going to be doing. Love it. Yeah. Who's your next? Who do you got? This one's kind of lame, I guess. Now that we talked about it, um, my mine was Braden Shen, just because he came back from injury. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of points this year, but he's been on fire since he's been back. I'd have to check the orange percentage. He might be pretty high. 
Um, but for some reason, if he is out there, uh, he's definitely got to look at. I know he's a centerman, um, but I like him. He's obviously the Blues are making a big push. He's getting some great minutes now. Uh, lots of points with O'Reilly and Tarasenko. Lots of power play points. So uh, obviously he hits, he fights, he does everything like that. Brain Shen is a great banger guy. He's been having a really brutal season, but the Blues need to be making a push, and he's been a really big energy guy for him. So uh, if he was still injured, uh, not stashed in an IR spot, and there's a chance for you to pick him up, I would pick him up and start him for every single week, even if as a center. I think he's going to get tons of points and tons of hits and everything you need. So Shen is my pick. I'd have to check the ownership. Hopefully it's not like 99 and I look like an idiot. Well, he's probably drafted. Um, but He's got to be drafted. He was just dead for like three weeks kind of thing. So I don't know how many people kept him on his IR. He only has 12 goals on the year. So it's not like he was a huge keep and in the center position most people don't keep these injured centers so i think he was cut in most leagues so look um, check the waivers just to yeah this is just like a thing a good reminder yeah it's just like check if shen's there pick him up he is getting points he is going to be great there is a chance that you might want to play him over one of your centermen so keep an eye on that um especially with st louis yeah doing so good do you have the yahoo thing up I'm, um, which one? Which just one like want? the percent owned or percent drafted or whatever for Brayden Shen currently. Um, I don't know how I would find that. I think he just type his name in. Shen. There we go. Brayden Shen. What's his percent? Sixty-eight. Okay. Right see, now. I feel better. He's only owned in two thirds of leagues, so two thirds of leagues have him. So if and you're in the center and left wing, yeah, he's a center. Oh, and they give him left wing. Yeah. There you go. Because yeah, because I think he's been playing with. O'Reilly and Tarasenko, seriously. Yep. And I think they moved him to the wing. So, like, the, you got to pick him up. I feel even better. I mean, yeah, 68% of you. <laughs> That's pretty high. This does nothing for you. But the other one-third of the entire fantasy leagues, this guy is not being picked up in Yahoo. Yep. Seriously, pick him up. He's going to get you tons of points. Obviously, if he's gone, he's gone. But I feel okay with a sub seventy percent guy. I think that's okay. I think that's. I don't feel just as, for guessing. Yeah, I don't feel like that bad. I thought, he, I thought he'd be low for what he is. Um, so. But that's a good point to bring up. Like yeah. during crunch time, people are tossing waiver yeah, wires you're for your teams. You're for different plays. Yeah. Like playing streaky players and stuff like yeah. that. Like you got to be careful that you don't. Also, there's a shen on the waivers that you could pick up right away or. Yeah. A, you know, these other guys that might be coming back, Bufflin, maybe Bufflin's on the waivers somewhere that you can sneak him in for five yeah. games at the end of the year. Yeah, 32% of leagues don't have him. There you go. Yeah, that's a lot out there. I hope you're listening to this so, podcast right now. Yeah, grab the dude. Um, if he's gone, obviously, you know, life sucks. But um, he's, yeah, a, cen a center. He's yeah, he's a center and a left wing, which are two spots that you need a lot of help with. Uh, obviously, with Landeskog being dead and left wing, uh, there's definitely See, some. There's your sub right there. There's just great, great substitute right there. So uh, hopefully that helps one third of our listeners, and uh, definitely look at him as a pickup. So uh, that is my second player, and uh, yeah, sweet brain shit. I like it. My my second forward here, I want to give you guys is Jason Zucker, thirty goal guy last year, had a rough start. Yep. Chiseled in some points. Like, he's still doing his thing. As soon as Donato, is that how you say his name? Yeah, sure. They're, he was in that Charlie Coyle trade. Mm -hmm. As soon as he came over, apparently Zucker wants to play now. He got a hat trick like three games into him being there, and he's been chiseling in points ever since. I think he's one of the guys that's going to go hot into playoffs and remain hot in the playoffs. If your league 
extends past the regular season and goes into the playoffs, I really, really, really like Zucker. Yeah, Zucker is definitely a type of player that ramps uh, for sure. Uh, and he's one of those guys like the Bobby Ryans and stuff that plays in the playoffs out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Like he's a skilled guy but gets to the playoffs and elevates his game. Gotcha. I really like Zucker for that reason. And he's still playing top power play line, lots of minutes, playing with Stahl too. No, yeah, it, it, exactly. It's Minnesota great. still needs to get points. Yeah. Like they can't slouch off here. And yeah, if you need a guy that scores goals and you need to shore up a goal weak win, yeah, you pick up Zucker, have no problem. Uh, before you type it in, I'm going to say percent owned of Zucker is 40, nope, 42%. 54. Dang. 54, and he's left wing and right wing eligible. Okay. I didn't think you'd cross over 50, but I guess people have been, oh, it's because it's probably that hat trick. He probably got a hat trick and everyone's like, yeah, that's he probably a- spiked 12% ownership or something. <laughs> like, there's no way. But yeah, there's a guy who's owning half, and uh, he's going to score a bunch of goals, and he's got the sweet top line minutes. And he's definitely a guy that ramps up. So, yeah, I like it. I think it's great. Uh, what we're here, can you type in Kopitar? I want to see. You want to see what Kopitar's. Um... Yeah. I wonder if he still is like 95 or something. I'm just curious. 84% oh, God. owned. That is hilarious. For a guy who got 92 points last year, there's still 16%. I wonder he got if he's drafted even... in a league. Yeah. I wonder if he's even getting played in people's playoffs teams. Like, that's crazy. Sorry, super tangent. I'm just really curious what my sadistic... Uh, Your Kopitar my love. So, my, yeah, my sadistic Kopitar love <laughs> and uh, how bad the Kings have been. So there's still 84% of people holding on to the hope. Uh, he, he might be like a do not draft, or not a do not draft, but a player that you can't trade. Oh, a cannot cut. Yeah, you cannot cut. Yeah, he might be a cannot cut. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it. I mean, if he got 92 points last year, he's probably is a can't cut. Yeah. I he might think, be. So he I might didn't even think about that. He's probably just 30% of that is permanent just him on someone's benched. team. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Um, you got another forward? Yeah, I got one last forward. I got Kevin LeBanc. Um, he's a uh, French dude, plays on San Jose. Wasn't he on Friends at one point? Uh, Joey LeBanc. No. Matt LeBanc. Matt LeBanc, yeah. <laughs> but there's an L in his name. This is LeBanc. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, he's eight and eight. He's a right wing, so I try to get to these uh, non-center guys. I mean, what else do you want? He plays 16, 17 minutes a game, gets tons of goals, hangs out with uh, Hurdle and stuff like that. Plays with Thornton sometimes. Um, Couture maybe it depends what the, the usage is, but what else can you argue with? I mean, he's a point per game player. We're going into the playoffs. Um, That's what you want. You just want what else do you need? Stable I mean, players that are going to yeah, chisel points. San Jose is going to score ten goals a game. He's probably plays in. Oh, they got him on the third line, which is whatever. Doesn't matter. He still scores a bunch of goals, and he's got to have at least some power play. Yep, first unit. First unit. There you go. I feel like a genius. There you go. So he's on the first unit power play, third line, eight and eight. What can you argue? Let's bring up his ownership. So that's the Wait, theme of the LeBlanc? episode. Yeah, I'm going to say LeBlanc is currently owned in 39% of leagues, is my guess. What do you think? What's his first name? Do you know? Kevin, I think. Try uh, just L A B. It's like La Bonk. L A B. Yeah. Nothing? What? Okay, okay, type in Kevin. Just type in Kevin? That's how I'm going to find this guy? Okay, no. go, back, go to Kev. Lab. L-A-B? Yeah, it's he's, just... He's not a real player in the NHL. He does not play. Maybe I got his name spelled wrong. Are you sure it's Kevin? I'm pretty sure it's Kevin LeBlanc. 
No, we can't find him. He is not a real player. L A B. That can't be how you. Yeah, like go to the the what is it the. Is that not how they spell it? L A B A N C. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why this. I was like, I'm positive that's his name. I'm like, I know. <laughs> this site is just making us freak out here. Okay, there he is. Okay. Left and, left and right wing eligibility. 19% owned. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful, Jesse. Great sub pick. Kevin LeBanc owned in 19% of your leagues. No excuse. I have no idea why that Yahoo is not letting us find that guy's name. I have no idea. That was super weird. Um, but, yeah, super excited about this guy. Like I said, 8-8. Eight eight. He's going to get you lots of points, lots of whatever you need at the end of the stretch. He's a winger, which is beautiful. So there it is. Easy points, easy win, easy championship. Kevin LeBanc. He does exist on Yahoo. It just took us a while to find, apparently. <laughs> That's how good he is, is that he's a hidden gem. You have to type in his name six times to summon I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to spin around yeah. and say... And you have to wipe the mirror and all that kind of good stuff. So, Okay, I'm going to... I hate to do this to you, but I'm going to one-up you right now. Mm, what is it? The centerman for Kevin LeBlanc is Jumbo Joe Thornton. Yeah, I was going to say, I touched on it. 14% owned. Love it. This is the last forward I want to bring up to people's attention. He has 39 points in 58 games, so he didn't play the full season. But 39-58 is still respectable. Yeah, it's decent. He's on a four-game point streak, and before that he was on another four-game point streak. He is the most stable player in the NHL. Yeah, he's Can you name anyone else? Ovechkin, maybe, is more stable. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, he's super. He plays. Tavares is probably more stable. Yeah, as he, well. he plays games. He's he's he guaranteed to get an assist every once in a while. So I think he's a very, very like I said, super stable guy for a guy that's at fourteen percent ownership. That's pretty crazy. Um, bad news about Thornton is he only has a C position. Yes. Uh, but if you need a centerman, why not pop him in? The Sharks are going to be hot. They're scoring tons and tons and tons of goals, man. Yeah. Um, and I would rather have someone like Thornton that's going to chisel me assist every other game mm-hmm. than some guy that's like a streak master that's going to get me three one games and then five with nothing. Yeah, and then just ghost for the entire week, and you're like, great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to recover from that. That's like what like like Langescog. Yeah. It was like two points and then four games with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I was looking at. I was looking at teams that are scoring goals right now. Not winning games, but who cares, but scoring goals. And yep. uh, those are the guys you want. San Jose is scoring lots of goals. They're scoring like four to five a game, it seems like, every time. So uh, definitely get in on that as much as you can. You got your Blancs, your Hurdles, your Thorns, Coutures, Pavelskis. I mean, geez, the list goes on for that team. So it's a super stacked team. Yep, and Thornton is out there. 14% own. I saved the best of mine for last. There you go. My best forward for last. I love it. And um, our buddy... Pete Jensen that does fantasy hockey on NHL.com recently just posted an article saying that Thornton was one of their main pickups as well. Hmm. They said that Thornton is just cruising along, chiseling those points. Nothing flashy, but he's doing it. Yep. He's doing it. That's what people want. Especially going to the end of the year, you don't want these boomer bus players. You want consistency. That's what I feel like I'm giving you with Josh Anderson, with Zucker, with Thornton, what you're giving with Terry Shen. Well, Terry's Terry super boomer bust. I guess Terry is the Terry's odd like, one of the list. I'm like fifth in the league, and I'm playing team in first, and I need to somehow blow him up, and then that's why you pick Troy Terry. And he's like, how do you get seven points out of Troy Terry? Yeah. Um, yeah. The other two guys, like LeBlanc and Shen, I think are very, very stable guys, obviously, and um, great picks there. They'll still win you the thing. So I only wanted to pick one volatile guy, and um, 
that's definitely Terry. But the guys we've been talking about, like you said, Zucker and those guys, they're very consistent. It's not like it's um, going to totally bone your team. So I like it. And the funny thing about that, the Joe Thornton pick there, is that Nyquist coming over, he hasn't been pitching in for the score sheet very much in San Jose, but he allows them to shift their lines around. Mm-hmm. Same with like anywhere else. That's what everyone's doing now. Four lines. They want to run everyone. Like Sorensen on San Jose is yeah, getting Don points. Yeah, like, All these guys are getting points. and yep. They're all worth something because they're playing more four-line hockey. That's what they want to do going into the playoffs. Give mm-hmm. everyone lots of time. Make sure no one's tired. That's the theme. That's the theme of the game. Uh, I got a defense for you. Sure. What do we got? Since there were a lot of defense that were injured that we noted in our news. Yeah. Um, how about Mr. Muzzin? No one really knew what he was going to do in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He goes there. We've watched a couple Toronto games, and you hear his name a lot. Yeah. He's a, hovering around the puck. Third line's playing well. Fourth line's playing well. Tyler Ennis got a hat trick. It's true. Shout out to him. I didn't put him on my list, though. Yeah, we should have. He's ramping up. Ramping up. He's playing the second unit power play because Jake Gardner is out right now. Yep. So I like it. I like everything about it. He's playing on Toronto. His power play unit has uh, the Nylander line with it. So it's pretty decent. It's okay. Yeah, for sure. They've got players. He's got four points in his last four games, including a multi-point game already. No, Leafs score is the same thing. Leafs scores tons of goals. He's a defenseman. He's going to pass it up a few times to those guys, and they're going to get a point. So, so um, definitely a guy that you can just cash in based on the team and his assignments. I like Muzzin. He hits a lot, obviously. He shoots a decent amount, too. So yeah. um, He got a goal last game. Yeah. So I think he's a great pick. He's probably not super, super owned at the moment. Um, he has been fantasy relevant in the past. Yeah, like, he's been on rosters and stuff for sure. Yeah, like I mean, he had that, that career season with the Kings and stuff like that, so he's been pretty good. Oh, he's up to seventy six percent. Okay. Wow, people like him. So the Toronto hype has definitely took him to new heights. <laughs> so that's crazy. Um, yeah, seventy six. I didn't think he'd be that high. I thought he'd be like sixty percent or something. Um, so yeah, there you go. So a second unit power point defenseman is up to seventy six percent just based on the Toronto factor alone. So um, yeah, if you're in one quarter of leagues, I guess then uh, someone to check out. I don't feel bad about Brain Shan anymore. Oh, you, know, you now are losing. Savage. You are now losing the percentage pick with seventy six. Right. Who, who, who do you got? Um, who do you got here on your defenseman then? I got. Show me how it's done. Travis Sanheim. Yes, I who, like the name. Um, has 10 points in 10 games, if you don't know about him. He's a defenseman for Philly. Super talented guy. They didn't want to give up any picks for him during the trade deadline, so they obviously have some great value for this guy. I would be surprised if he's owned more than 25%. 15%. Oh, 15% for a guy who has 10 points in 10 games, boys. This is easy. That's how you win your league That's right how there. you win this league. You got crappy defense right now. Drop whoever is ice cold. Pick up Travis Seinheim. Play the guy. He is absolute beast. I would thought about even picking him up for my team with three defense because I cut Shea Weber because he looked ice cold. The only reason I picked up someone else is because someone cut Subban and I was like, whatever, I'll pick up Subban for the rest of the year, see what happens. He could yeah. be good. He could be a bust. Um, bust so far. Bust so far. Well, <laughs> he's been like two and six, so bust for the most part, yeah. But Weber's been kind of a bust too, so it's not like a total across-the-board loss for me. Uh, but yeah, Sanheim, please pick him up. 15%. There's no excuse. 85% of you guys don't have a defenseman who has 10 points in 10 games. Um, he, gets lots right. of mi- he gets lots of minutes. I mean, what else do you need? He's fiddly scoring five goals a game. Again, who knows if they're winning? It doesn't really matter. 
He's playing on the top uh, defensive pair and the second power play unit. Yeah. So, like, what do you want from Philly? That's all, what you want right there. Yeah. No, I. he's... They love this kid. They didn't want to trade him. It makes sense why. Um, there's no excuse to anything else. Start this guy. Get those points. Look like a genius for picking up a 12% guy, 15% guy, as you said. Yeah. Um, 15%? 15. 15%. 15%. So, um, yeah. No, I feel good. I'm going to pat myself on the back. But you had Sandheim written on your page before, and you scribbled them out. It wasn't your pick, but you did want yeah. to mention him. Uh, so it is kind of a joint effort. I can't take the total. We both had like minds on this guy. Um, so, yeah, 15%. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's incredible. You and for to, Dynasty? Yeah, and he's a young guy you can move forward with. And come on, you can't tell me you have a defenseman you can't cut for Travis Sanheim, a guy has got 10 points in 10 games. Um, so We just listed like 20 defense that got injured this week. Yeah. So, I mean, you have room for Travis Sanheim. Yeah. And these are the sweet players that when you win your leagues, you can be like, Oh, remember that wicked Sandheim pickup? Yeah. Like, remember I streamed Sandheim for the week and I got full five points in four games about it and I crushed you? Yeah. Yeah, this is the guy you pick up. So It's like when Vasilevsky went down, I picked up yeah, Domingo. Domingo and he wins 10 four, in a row or something yeah, like 9 that. of 10 or 14 of 15 or something. It was insane. Yeah. Um, those are the ones you want. Those yeah. are the ones that are going to win your league going forward because yeah. you made the smart decision. And you put in the guy that's hot. You yeah. play these hot numbers. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, if I was in a Yahoo league, I'm not in any of those right now. Um, how can you not pick up a guy like this? So, And there's always need for defensive scoring. I don't care who we are unless you have literally, I don't know, Riley Giordano and some other guy like, yeah. that yeah. you can't possibly cut. There's a team below you that could use this guy. So, um, yeah, easy pick. Feel good about Sandheim. 15% feels good. I like it. I, I like it. And... I think that's the best percent of value we got so far. No, it wasn't. Uh... Oh, I thought we had a uh... Thornton. Wasn't Thornton at like twelve? Yeah. Oh no, fourteen. 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 So that's one less. It's 1% one less. Less. I still like Sandheim more because he's defense. Yeah. All right, I got, I got one goalie that I'm, that I'm sure everyone has right now, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say it anyway. So it's. Kemper. Well, you could fire up the ownership. I mean, that's kind of you, the, you think? the theme of the you episode. You think of that um, Kemper? What do you think for Kemper now? So he's won nine of his last ten games. I still think 36%. As a Coyotes guess. goalie. Yeah, I think 36 to 40% is my guess. I don't, need, I don't know how to spell Kemper. Uh, I think it's C-U or C-E-U. I don't know where you're telling me to put C-E-U. Oh, K, sorry. K-E-U or K-U-E. K-U-E? Type in like, yeah, ah. Darcy. What does he got? Sixty percent owned. Okay, okay. Hey, I own him. I own him in my league. Oh, that is true. You do own him. In I, your, p- I picked him up for his run. You're obscure <laughs> league, yeah. Like two weeks ago, I picked him up because I was running out of goals. I think I had Lundqvist, and I was like, ah, Kemper. Let's go, Kemper. Let's shoot for the stars. There you but go. Sixty percent. Nine out of ten wins. The Coyotes, like they're on their crazy pace. They're gonna make the playoffs this year. I hope they do so bad. Um, Kemper's a huge reason. Obviously, Ranta went down, and they haven't played that Hill guy or any other backups there. Uh, Kemper is an absolute beast. <laughs> I know 10 wins is insane. They're obviously going to be playing their hearts out for this guy, and it's a nice Cinderella story. So uh, You know what? I don't think it's Kemper's play. I think it's good. I think it's a team. Yeah, I'm sure he's been I think solid goaltending, like air quotes, whatever kind of thing. Like he hasn't lost them any games, uh, but... I think Arizona's coming around. Your team's got to play hard, so, yeah. I think this is... I think Arizona next year, Phoenix. 
No, Arizona. Arizona. I think Arizona next year is going to be a playoff contender. They just have to be healthy. That's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not mean Ranta. I just mean like their forwards need to be healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, they got a solid decor. They got good young players. Yeah. They play four lines more than any other team yeah. in the league. I mean, they had like – this is them basically losing Dylan Strom for nothing because they had Schmaltz for like four games and he looked yeah. great. And yeah. then he's done for the year. So it's like, oh, here's a piece of our team and it's gone. And then we still win 9 out of 10. It's just like no return. So Hey, tell Dallas about that with Zuccarello. Yeah, that was the dream. <laughs> like that's sh- that's just the worst. Blocks a shot. Okay, that's that's the goalie that I have written down. But the one that I wanted to talk about is Grice. So Robin Leonard went down this last game or the game before. Didn't play. Grice's came in, played really good. Got a couple shutouts. I think Grice is just as good as Leonard, but they like Leonard a little bit more. I think they're the same goalie. They're probably the same person, to be honest. Just with a different yeah. mustache or something? Yeah, I think you haven't seen them two in the same place ever. I think it's just like two, <laughs> it's like two of the exact same people with different names. Um, yeah, whoever is playing as a goalie in the Islanders is going to get great numbers. Yeah. It's like playing behind LA Kings circa 10 years ago when that team just let you shoot 12 times in the net. Yeah. And quick, we're just like, oh, 13 save shutout. What a hard night. So, yeah. Um, and the reason that I can't fully endorse Grice is because I looked up what Leonard's injury was and how long it was going to be. And there's no timetable for his return. Mm. That's what they say. So they don't know how long it's going to be. It's going to be one game, ten games, rest of the season. I mean, yeah, they might rest. They might just rest Lerner. If Lerner's the guy they want for the playoffs, maybe they just give him a couple starts and just roll Grice the rest of the year. Um, That's I am, what I was wondering. I imagine Lerner is the playoff starter just based on... Yeah, volume. yeah, Leonard will be the yeah. he'll be the playoff starter. But I mean, he's sure. gonna have a short leash. They're all like that's a crazy situation. So, um, but I think that if Leonard is out any amount of time, get on that waiver wire and pick up Grice right away, because mm-hmm. there's lots of players that are way under him for a a great Islanders team that's winning games. Like you need to have this goalie. I have like I would consider turfing Bishop, which I have right now on my team. Bishop for Grice. Yeah, there's a lot of absolute. There's a lot of goalies that you can definitely cut for sure. Or people have Markstrom on their team from Vancouver. Like I'd rather yeah. have Grice going forward if he's injured. If mm-hmm. Leonard is injured, keep an eye on it. Like yeah. watch your waivers for this because this is also going to win you your league. Leonard's out, Grice is in. All of a sudden, you get ten wins. Yeah, boom. You're you moved up a couple spots. You're making money now. You're in first, second, or third, or something like that. Yep. Right. I love it. Love that pick. Oh, I like it. Um, Who do you got? My only goalie pick is uh, Crawford. I disagree with this, by the way. There's a lot of hate on this Crawford pick, apparently. Just um, from me. There's only two people in the room. <laughs> it's still, 50% of the people don't like this pick, apparently. <laughs> um, so, Crawford is three of four wins. Uh, what's his ownership? I'm going to say 60, maybe. 51%. 51, man. I'm getting you guys value here. Half of you guys don't have Crawford. Crawford has won three of his last four games. Chicago is on fire. They're scoring so many goals per game. They want to make the playoffs. They're playing as a team. Crawford is a fantastic goalie. He doesn't have vertigo or is whatever bad luck he has in his life. Um, so I'm a huge Crawford fan. And uh, You're actually a fan of the player? 
Like not. Yeah, not, he's, not ca- he's Canadian. Fan. He won like some medals with us and stuff. I have no problems with Corey Crawford. He's a good guy. He seems. You um, like him actually? I did not know that. Well, I mean, I don't like him. Like him, I wouldn't buy his jersey or anything. But I'm just like, he was on Team Canada a couple times. You just said you were a huge Crawford fan of of this pickup. Is what oh, I mean. of yeah, the pickup. I, I mean, okay, like, okay. I'm just saying, yeah. Like Crawford is going to start the rest of the games, assuming he's not injured, and he's going to win. Like I said, he's won 75 percent of them so far. Um, definitely got to look at his half own. Again, so he's definitely out there and half the leagues might be able to get some things out of him. So 14 games, he hey, could win nine? Eight, eight, eight of them, eight, nine. Yeah, it depends how... I mean, Chicago's going to be playing their hearts out. Kane is having another career season. Debrinkat's having a career season. Taves is having a career season. Strom? Strom is kicking butt. Everyone but their defense is doing great. Well, Gustafson's doing good, but Keith's a joke and Seabrook's a joke, so those guys, whatever. Uh Super youth movement going on in that team. So I, I love Chicago going forward. They're definitely going to try to win as many games as they have. I'd have to check their schedule. I don't know if it's like softish, but I mean, all games are hard at the end of the year. So I wouldn't really look into that. Yeah. Even Ottawa is going to try to, you know, ruin your season. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't really think about that too much unless you're literally playing Tampa or something like that. You're like, well, maybe I shouldn't play my goalie against Tampa. That's the kind of thing. But Crawford, like I said, he's they, need, ha- they need the win. He's half and half. You got a goalie issue. You feel like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to start whoever this week or whatever. Just start Crawford. The team's going to score five goals, and he's probably going to get a win. So um, that's my pick. If we were taking goalies, I would uh, be interested in Crawford. I have Binnington right now. If we had trades, I would be cutting Binnington for Crawford right now. That's bold. Yeah, why not? I mean, Crawford's going to play the rest of the game. Who cares? See what happens. So. You're just nervous about those Jake Allen shutouts that have been. Jake Allen has been randomly getting shutouts, which has been disappointing to me. Uh, but the other goal I had was Bobrovsky, uh, who I thought was going to be traded. He's played 15 of the last 16 starts. He's won about half of them, so I don't feel too bad. So it's not like it's, it's been kind of a wash. I just thought. Um, Oh, well, you got to min-max and yeah, try it, to get value yeah. where you can. Yeah, so it wasn't the the greatest play, so we'll see how it ends up. But uh, obviously, Allen game, shout-outs. I mean, no one cares about my fantasy team, so that's fine. Uh, I can move on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Crawford, like I said, half own, pick him up. And uh, if you need goalie help, just just do it. I mean, he can't be worse than what your play anyway, and right. he's going to be winning those. So um, I like those. I think Kemper's obviously great as well, uh, just because, again, it's teams that are – at that wild card spot, they're going to be playing their minds out for their teams, and yep. these are the guys that are going to be winning games. So, do you say playing their minds out? Yeah, is that a phrase? You play your mind, play out? your heart out. No, like oh, you're out of your mind, you know, or out of your mind. So I have to say, play your minds out. So that play was your minds. Two sayings. Yeah. In one. So you're playing out of your mind. There so, you go. Or you play your heart out. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> play your minds out. Guys, that's a twelve percent phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's why he has sub five percent owned phrase. Yeah, that th- phrase is not owned by. Yeah, I don't think anyone uses that phrase by anyone. Yeah, so you can you can cut that phrase. Cut cut that phrase cut, to their waiver. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. All right, we're done. Those are our guys. You got five guys from each of us that pick up that will help you win your league this week. Let's go into the kudos. Do you, I'll start off. Sure. I mean, my kudos. I don't really have a huge one. I'm going to see Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel today at four. Uh, so that's in a few hours. Have to see how it goes. So that's a pretty good kudos. Other than that, I'll give kudos to my trivia team because we won uh, trivia last Thursday. So that was a lot of fun. Other than that, so what, were you, what were you doing? You went out to a trivia night or something? Yeah, there's a trivia night. Our friend hosts it every once in a while. So um, just at a pub or? Yeah, that's exactly. It's a pub. So that was pretty fun. Beyond that, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. The weather's turning, so kudos to Mother Nature. It's yeah. finally not minus 30, 40 or every day. You I think it. our listeners would be disappointed if you didn't talk about a cereal or a, <laughs> or some sort of food. Yeah, I haven't had cereal in a long time. What? Uh, yeah, it's been kind of weird. People tune in just to this segment to hear you talk about cereal. But if we're doing a food <laughs> kudos, then I have to give a kudos to the mini eggs. Because I've had a lot of mini Easter. Eggs. Easter's coming up. Yeah. So I did buy like a the kilo bag, like the big, big boy kilo bag of mini eggs. And I finally polished that off this week. Um, so so instead of cereal, you're just eating mini yeah, eggs. I'm just from eating chocolate eggs instead <laughs> that of. That sounds great. Instead of uh, frosted sugar. So Next um, stop, the dentist. Yeah. One vice for another <laughs> vice. So yeah, huge shout out to Cadbury for making the mini egg. And, not uh, a sponsor. Not a sponsor yet. Yeah, easy. We'll get Cadbury on here as a sponsor. Don't worry. Yeah, so uh, for sure, go ahead, pick up your mini eggs for Easter. They are the best seasonal candy ever. They and, are pretty good. And uh, yeah, so that's all I got. Like I said, super uneventful week for myself, but nonetheless, uh, hopefully Captain Marvel's good and um, sweet. Yeah, that's all I got. So what do you got? I'm gonna give you guys um, a movie that I just recently watched. Been out in theaters. It's now downloadable mm-hmm. you can find it online and on demand and stuff like that pay-per-view in spider-man into the spider-verse we watched it last week or week before it was absolutely incredible it was instantly beat out the matrix for my number one movie of all time it was so good the animation is like nothing you've ever seen before they do so many cool things in this movie story was on point the action was amazing i i can't say enough about it i wanted to watch it again right after i was done watching it no it, it, yeah it was fantastic it won best animated series series at the oscars i have no idea why i wasn't nominated for best picture instead of black panther or something um yeah it's again it was probably the best spider-man movie i've ever seen oh for sure and maybe and it's definitely up there for any sort of superhero movie like i said the story is cool. The characters are cool. There's like emotion and stuff like that. My only gripe is I do hate Spider Pig. I think oh. he's the worst part of the entire movie. He's not um, in there very much, though. No, but he's the only thing is I feel like the movie's like so serious and so cool, and then they just add like that stupid pig. Yeah, and he, and he likes it's that. the comic relief. Yeah, I, I just didn't want him in there, and it, it just salts me. That's just me being like whatever cynical and stuff like that. Took me wrong. It's still like a nine and a half out of ten movie. It's amazing. But um, if I was the perfect whatever me person, I would take the eraser and get get rid of him and just move on but uh other than that like i said it's 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 so good every character was don't, perfect kingpin yeah, yeah like don't sleep on it because you think it's a kids animated movie exactly. it's very adult it's very very um like i said the only kid thing in the movie is basically the spider pig yeah <laughs> and even then he's sort of adultish but yeah don't sleep on it because it's a kid animated movie it is a, just a fantastic movie so. yeah yeah it was crazy there was so much work went into this i was telling you before the podcast the original Toy Story had 24 animated like or animators, or whatever. animators yeah. to make the original Toy Story. There was 177 animators that worked on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and that was for how long, you said? like Four years. Four years, yeah. So they've been working on this movie for four years. That's a lot of man hours. <laughs> you, know why, you know why it looks so cool? Like, it's not like regular animation like Incredibles or Toy Story or something mm-hmm. like that? Because they use the styles that they used in the comic books f- to express light movement shading so the shading in old comic books used to be just dots yeah there's lots of times right i would see miles face or something and 
It would just look like the comic, yeah. It's yeah. just like a lot of the dots are like a lot of the, the lines drawn side to side. Exactly. Kind of Instead thing. of doing shading like so it's rounded someone's face, they use dots to mm-hmm. do it so it looks more like a comic book. Yeah. And another thing that I didn't realize that I was reading some stuff later is that as soon as he gets his spider powers, he kind of goes into like a comic book format where you see more of his bubbles above his head, like speech bubbles and text bubbles and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool in the movie. But from that point on, all the sounds are actually written as a word. So if a car is going down the street and it slams on its brakes and you hear this screech, yeah, there's smoke and the word screech actually comes out them. of the tires. That's pretty cool. Or if he hits a wall or something, you see like a thud yeah. in his hand with like the when it touches the wall. But there's all sorts of little comic book esque things throughout the whole movie. It just makes it such a like a visually appealing way to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. The animation is out of control. And like you said, it won the best animated yep. movie from the Oscars. Yep. Yeah, Go very, check it out. Yeah, Very well deserved. Yeah, there's no reason for you to not watch this movie, like we said. Um, yeah, I came. Uh, there was a lot of hype around this movie because I didn't see it till obviously, after its run. Um, and then I was like, oh, my God. I wish I saw this in theaters. I wish I did this because it was like – Yeah. It was an experience. It was so good. So Since um, seeing it, I've watched it two more times in yeah. like – two weeks yeah <laughs> and like every time i'm just like the soundtrack we haven't even said the soundtrack, yeah, the soundtrack is bonkers is so good, yeah yeah it's such a good movie go check it out if you haven't already second to spider-verse i watched um the new mary poppins last night nice mary poppins return just delightful just delightful just it, a, it's so pleasant just and a, it's happy it made me cry a little bit with, <laughs> with the song if you've seen it you know what song i'm talking about <laughs> but there you go you got you got some movies to watch this weekend podcast to listen to some hockey to watch what more could you ask for a little podcast it's pretty good man nice little package um yeah I sweet got, i got nothing else we'll see how it goes next week if we release a podcast or not because it's going to be right very close to the end of the season yeah so i was wondering yeah so it'll probably be we may do some sort of fun podcast yeah, but nothing or maybe we'll do like an end of the year wrap-up or something instead i'm not sure yeah i was, thinking, I was we'll gonna see. ask you that after as well because like i don't know We'll see. There'll be like four four games left. Yeah. By next close. week when we're yeah or around there, so we might we'll do something, but maybe not as in depth with some of these players as we normally do. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Get those tweets in. Tell us your best round drafted player, where you got them, your steal of the draft, and we will talk to you later. 